This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Before we start the show, I have a gift for you, my top five productivity tips for solopreneurs. To get them, go to top5productivitytips.com. That's the number five, top5productivitytips.com. And it's possible that I over-delivered, and you'll have to find out for yourself. Just go to top5productivitytips.com. As a self-professed productivity nerd, I love talking about planning. I know, I'm a nerd, but I love talking about how people can be more efficient planners. Because believe it or not, there is more than one way to skin a cat, so I'm told, and there's more than one way to create a schedule, create a plan that will most benefit you. Now, this is not going to be an exhaustive uh, episode that is going to tell you every way you can possibly plan because it would be hours long. But I picked out four big ideas that I want to share with you today on how you can approach your planning. Now, I'm not even going to talk about item number zero, which is not to plan at all. So we're not going to talk about that because you certainly should be planning. As a matter of fact, I've been saying for years, always tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. (laughs) Okay, number one, winging it. You know what winging it is? You don't write a plan out. you just like, hey, whatever happens, you are operating in a reactive mode. If you've ever seen the carnival game Whack-A-Mole, and if you're not familiar with the game, it was a carnival game where you had this big board ahead of you, and you would have these moles that would pop up, and you would sit there and whack them with a cloth mallet. In the beginning, one mole would pop up over here and one mole over there, and and you'd knock them down. But as the game went on, more and more moles would pop up and go down, and you'd be swinging the mallet like a lunatic. It's pretty hysterical to watch your friends do it. But we don't want to approach our planning that way. We don't want to go into our day going, eh, whatever happens, happens. We want to have a plan. So please do not wing it. Number two, please do not keep everything in your noggin. I know a lot of people have told me over the years, Mark, you don't understand. I can keep it all up in my head. No, you can't (laughs) because we don't know how much information any particular person can retain. Maybe you can retain 15 items, maybe the next person seven. Do you really want to take a chance of trying to remember something that you have to do later today or tomorrow and it doesn't happen because you forgot to, because it wasn't your plan? We don't want to do that. So please don't wing it. Please don't keep it in your head. Number three, the over planner. The over planner. Do you know anybody who's an over planner? Maybe you. These are the people who plan every minute of their day. They don't just plan big chunks. These are the people that micromanage. Uh, I'm going to brush my teeth from Seven until 7.02. I'm going to shower from 7.02 to 7.09. Don't be an over planner. You should tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. But you don't need to plan every single minute, especially for the minutiae. Which brings us to 
the fourth way you can plan your time. And it's quite frankly my favorite way. It's called intentional planning. So here's how it works. Ideally, at the end of the day before, in other words, you work a whole day and right before you're at quitting time, you sit down and you look at what you had planned for today and you're like, okay, I planned 10 things. I got six of them done. So I have four things left over. So I'm going to take those four things and I'm going to look at my schedule for tomorrow. Is there any room for me to put these four things on my schedule tomorrow? Because you may have a full day tomorrow. You may have to put it the day after, maybe next week. This is called intentional planning, but it has another component. What are the needle-moving activities that you need to work on that are going to help you become the best version of yourself possible? That's different for everyone. But you got to figure out what is the important things. What do you have to do that is going to set your world on fire, that is going to draw you closer and closer to your goals? It's super-duper important that you figure this out. So again, be an intentional planner. Don't do this in a hurry. Don't do this in 60 seconds. You may be able to do it in five minutes after you do it for a while, but sit down, get quiet, get away from distractions, turn off the news, turn off the TV, turn off people talking if you can't do that, mute them if you can, and just say, okay, what do I want to do tomorrow? And don't over plan. And I'll give you a little hint. If you anticipate something's going to take you 30 minutes, allocate an hour. Here's why. If it takes you 30 minutes, or if you run over and it takes you 40, you still have 20 minutes. Don't get down to the over planner and planning every minute. Allow it to breathe. Do not try to fit 15 pounds of potatoes in a 10 pound bag. Make sense? All right. Once again, the four general ways to approach planning is winging it. Don't do that. Keeping it in your head. Please don't do that. Over planning, please don't do that. And then my favorite way, the intentional planning. Sit down and figure out what you want to do tomorrow. And before we go, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. I know that there is an endless stream of options for you in this day and age. But you took the time to listen to the episode, and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Don't forget to head on over to top5productivitytips.com and get my gift to you, my top five productivity tips. Remember, it's the number five in top5productivitytips.com. They will serve you well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll see you again real soon.